Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Sir Jacob Rees-Mogg, Dame Pretty Patel. <laughs> so we've just uh, had the release of Boris Johnson's resignation honours. That's where basically he gets to just dispense honours like little sweeties uh, to his mates, including those who've contributed to the really, I think, all-round team effort, which is the Tories' general destruction of British society over the last 13 years, and just general calculated cruelty and all the rest. Now, I've always argued myself that the honest system in this country is a massive pile of particularly pungent animal manure. But when you've got to the point of actually having to say Sir Jacob Rees-Mogg and Dame Preeti Patel, what more needs even to be said at this particular point? Now, let's just consider, of course, Pretty Patel, who walked so Suella Braverman could run. Now, just let's go through a record. A contributor to the 2012 book Britannia Unchained, a hard-right manifesto which included contributions from such luminaries as Liz Truss and Dominic Raab. It really is the A to Z of disgraced Tories. Um, and it condemned British uh, workers as idlers. I just find this fascinating. You know, the left's often accused of being Britain-hating and unpatriotic. And these bunch of right-wingers can just churn out entire pamphlets denouncing British workers as lazy. And that's fine, apparently. Anyway, she, of course, escalated the already wretched demonisation of migrants and refugees, which had happened under David Cameron and George Osborne and under New Labour. Um, now, obviously, what we've seen under this government is safe legal routes closed down, with exceptions, for example, Ukraine. Um, if you're not white, bad luck, generally speaking, um, I have to say. Hong Kong being uh, another notable exception. But otherwise, conflicts around the world, including ones which we have directly been massively involved in, um, violence which our governments have helped unleash, bad luck. Um, and so with those safe legal routes closed down, of course, what happened is we had less asylum seekers... Uh, than we did um, 20 years ago, just over 20 years ago, but more arriving by small boats because the other legal safe routes had been closed down. She was the one who negotiated the Rwanda scheme, which means deporting everyone. Doesn't matter if you've been raped. Doesn't matter if you've been tortured. Doesn't matter if your relatives have been murdered in front of you. You're instantly deported to Rwanda, a human rights abusing, very poor country uh, in Africa where you are permanently kept there with no exceptions. She negotiated that. Of course, she constantly spoke about migrants and refugees in degrading ways. She even considered apparently using wave machines against the small boats. That's what we're talking about. Now, the Cabinet Office found evidence that Priti Patel had breached the ministerial code following allegations of bullying in three government departments in which she'd served. Um, and the then PM's chief advisor, the ministerial code, actually just resigned because Boris Johnson rejected the inquiry's findings and said he, he, said he had full confidence in Priti Patel. This is only what couple of years ago or so. Also, remember in 2017 when she had secrets of meetings with Israeli officials and was forced to resign? Absolutely crazy scenes. Do you remember in 2021 when she took on the England football team? Good to, good to know she's got the priorities straight there. Uh, because of their anti-racist uh, gesture of taking the knee. 
Um, and she said that fans have the right to boo the England team uh, if they chose to do so. When they lost the final match, she then said, well, the racist abuse of English players was vile and called for police action. But as Tyrone Mings, the English England player, said, she stoked the fire with an earlier comment and was pretending to be disgusted with the very thing that they were campaigning against happens. Well, indeed. Pretty Patel. Honoured there by our honest system. Jacob Rees-Mogg, of course, a man who is opposed to equal marriage and abortion in all cases, with no exception, who played a pivotal role in making Boris Johnson Prime Minister, which was a tremendous success we've all thoroughly enjoyed. During the 2019 election, do you remember when he literally said that those who died at Grenfell Fire could have used common sense to flee the fire, ignoring the fire brigade advice to stay put. Victim blaming those who died in the horrific circumstance of Grenfell Tower, obviously deflecting attention away from how it's possible in the, 20, in the 21st century to have such atrocity happen. It said everything about housing in this country, about how working class people are treated, but no, he went after their common sense. Um, he also, of course, went after UNICEF, accused him of a political stunt because, a wait for it, because this was hateful stuff by UNICEF, to be fair, really hateful stuff. They, they said that they were providing food parcels um, in deprived areas of London prior to Christmas for the first time in their seven decade history. What a bunch of monsters. We could go on with J.K.B. Smog, but he's such a preposterous character in so many basic ways, it's kind of difficult to know where to start or end. Now, who else got an honour? Well, The Guardian handily went through this for us. Um, for example, Martin Reynolds, he served as Principal Private Secretary under Boris Johnson. Um, he'd invited dozens of Downing Street staff to socially distance drinks at the Number 10 Garden in May 2020, saying, bring your own booze. Do you remember May 2020? I remember 2020, being stuck in a flat with no garden. Um, watching the beautiful weather. It was very, very beautiful weather in that first lockdown, but as long as they were having fun. Um, Shelley Williams-Walker, Downing Street Head of Operations under Johnson, um, and held um, a, a party the night before Prince Philip's funeral. Got a hand it to these people, to be honest. Jack Doyle, Director of Communications. Uh, he was in charge of the, of the official response from number 10 when the Mirror first contacted them about allegations of the PM's flat, known as the ABBA party. Uh, he told another official, I don't know what we say about the flat. Ignore the Christmas quiz bullshit. Who cares? Just be robust and they'll get bored. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to harp on about it, but it is, it is annoying, isn't it? It's just the nature of the British establishment where the most diabolical people just fall upwards and are constantly rewarded. doesn't matter. I mean, if you look at the, just the Tories generally getting honours for everything, given what, the, what this country's gone through over the last 13 years, terrible growth unprecedented fall in living standards with people by 2026 set to be poorer than they were in 2008 which was two years before Tories even took power a housing crisis collapsing public services I mean you know we could look at poverty rates insecure jobs I mean you know just the entire public realm falling to pieces it's a country which has just spent the last few years hurtling around from one crisis to scandal to crisis to scandal Ridiculous. But there we have it. They're all getting rewards, including those, obviously, who were, played pivotal role in so-called Partygate, when, you know, I think it has to be remembered. Not only was it the case that people couldn't hold the hands of their dying relatives, or they had to watch relatives buried on Zoom. I was one of them. Um, the 8 million people who live alone, who often suffered terrible loneliness and solitude. Um, people denied just 
basic daily affection. And the right to party. But these people got so drunk, they were vomiting down the sides of karaoke machines. Yeah, well, as long as they had fun. Um, but it is, obviously, it, it's, it's not just that, but it was also the case that so many people across the country actually suffered um, because they were fined, and the fines they suffered, they're a lot poorer than the Prime Minister is, uh, and they got bigger fines. Uh, we know that black people were more likely to suffer police action because the police are institutionally racist and institutionally wretched. But, you know, that's we talk about that in other videos. Um it's again, it's just an establishment which looks after its own. It doesn't matter how much harm and misery that they're responsible for, how much hurt they've caused. It doesn't matter the fact that they it literally was one rule for them, one rule for everybody else. They just get honours, they get rewarded, they get lauded, they get all these little baubles, whilst millions of people have to suffer the terrible consequences on a daily basis of what they've done to this country. It sucks. But bottle up that righteous anger, because we can't let them get away with it. I do like to think, you know, it's not always the case, is it, that the, it's like one of those films where the bad guys get their comeuppance. But I've got a sneaking suspicion that in this case there might be some righteous justice in the end. So bottle up that anger, that fury, and let's keep thinking about what we can do to rid the country of them, but also to actually have a government which, you know, actually maybe stands up for the vast majority of people rather than those at the top who are doing very, very well and always do in every crisis. Every crisis for them... A, t a time of turmoil for everybody else, but often just not another opportunity for them to make vast sums of money at the expense of everybody else. Anyway, righteous anger, bottle it up. Please like, subscribe, and do support us on patreon.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.